Welcome to The Intuitive Therapist with Janice R. Cohen, therapist, clairvoyant, empath, and medium. Listen in as she takes a no-nonsense, deep dive into real human struggles and how to resolve them. Janice will share channeled information from her spirit guide team, as well as angels and archangels, to help you master your emotional, physical, financial, and spiritual destiny. And now, Janice R. Cohen. Hey, y'all. This is Janice Cohen, the intuitive therapist here on the Intuitive Therapist Podcast. You're back for another week of yummy content, and I'm so excited. Y'all, It's uh, today happens to be a nice, warm day here in Atlanta. Uh, the high is supposed to be 70, which is insane because we just had crazy cold weather. But anyway, I want to talk to you all about something that uh, that a lot of people, a lot of my clients talk to me about. Um, and it it's almost like they're just stumped. And I want to talk about this with you um, because I have figured out a way to be unstumped by this thing that used to actually stump me too. I used to get so caught up in trying to understand like why things happened, why patterns happened. And I'll, and most of the time I would just end up feeling yucky because I couldn't figure out why things happened. I just felt uh bad about what happened. So let me just ask you something. Are you one of those people who struggle to understand why you keep experiencing the same kind of people in your life? Or maybe your romantic relationships seem to end for the same reasons? Have you ever sat back and thought about the connection between all of the things in your life? Does it does it seem like the same disappointments keep showing up? Losing another job, never having enough money, can't just get on top of your budget or your, your debt, feeling like you're trying to change your life but never really feeling like you're making any headway? Well, let me clue you in on a little secret, my sweet friend. There is one common denominator that is at the root of all of this, and that's you. Okay, so the title of today's episode is Everything is a Reflection of You, What We Learn About Ourselves Through Our Relationships. I'm going to, I'm going to share with you some insights I've had over the years, not only from my life. I mean, I use a lot of my life in my work. I feel like that's really, uh, whatever I've gone through, I've been able to help somebody uh, use because I've used it. And so I have, a, I have a, a flip side of wisdom just from the, you know, not just from the experience, but learning from the experience. So uh, I'm, I'm sure you have heard somebody say that about a million times, like you're the common denominator of your life. And it's true. And you can either feel sorry for yourself about that, or you can get up, dust, dust your, your lahani off from sitting on the floor and say, you know what? Hey, I am the root cause of all of the things that happen in my life, uh, positive and negative. So let me use my skill set to get out from under myself and uh, and live a good life. So I'm going to try to help you understand how to really use yourself as the common denominator in a way that will allow you to feel powerful 
to make changes in your life instead of blaming yourself as you walk from one pile of shit to the next. We do that, people. When we haven't figured out how to use an experience, we, we are walking from one stinky pile to another until our, our shoes and our feet are so uh, covered and they stink so much that at some point we just have to stop and take them off and put on a different kind of pair of shoes. And so I'm asking you to put on a different pair of shoes today. So here's the deal. Every relationship and everything that happens to us serves a purpose. And I, I'm going to share this with you. It's very, very hard for me to lump in brutality and horrific experiences into that. It's very, very difficult. I am not justifying uh, anything that's, that's traumatizing or hurtful. What I can say is even when people have experienced the most brutal experiences, there is something that they gain from it. So what I really know is that out of anything bad, good can come. And again, this is all along a spectrum. So please don't be offended if you've been through something horrible and you're saying, Janice, what in God's name are you talking about? There's nothing good about, uh, you know, being abused or hurt. Uh, you know, you're right. There isn't. And then there's something just past it that's good. So let's circle back to the first few sentences, sentences that I mentioned about experiencing the same relationships over and over and over again and wondering why you keep having these experiences. One of the most challenging things that my clients come in with is they're trying to understand infidelity by their mates. In other words, why their partners keep cheating on them in, you know, sexually, emotionally, or fiscally, you know, in all those different ways. And I'll tell you, there's actually a very, very simple explanation for this. Or maybe they feel like, you know what, I keep dating men and women who uh, don't make me a priority. Or I keep dating uh, men and women who are immature. Or I keep dating men and women who uh, don't love me the way I need to be loved. Whatever it is, there's actually a very, very simple explanation for why you keep drawing the same situations to your life. And I encourage you to uh, go to a, a podcast that I, that I uh, spoke about this uh, betrayal. Uh, it's very, very early on. It's one of the earlier episodes, and it's called Seven Steps to Heal from Betrayal. And I offer an in-depth look and explanation about this, uh, about this phenomenon in that episode. So please head back to it and listen either right now or, uh, or after this. And it's one of those, like I said, the first few, few ones that I did, and I promise you is going to help you understand the purpose of being cheated on because there really is, is a good side to it. And yes, I know that sounds really weird, but that's how I have come to look at it. I was one of those women who experienced betrayal several times in my life. In fact, here we go. My very first boyfriend in college, that was my very first serious boyfriend, cheated on me when he dated me. Right under my nose too. I was too naive to know and was seriously scarred by it for many years. I thought, God, you know, I opened my heart, fell in love with this guy. 
and he just shit all over me with like four or five girls. Um, and I started to doubt myself, my self-worth just started to kind of crumble. And I was seriously, like I said, I just felt like a loser. And here I did, here I opened up my heart to this guy and, uh, he crapped all over it. And later on in life, I was met again with an incident or two where the man that I had dated and developed very deep feelings for cheated on me. And again, I didn't understand the full value of the experience. I just felt the pain and I didn't know how to use it. It wasn't until I realized that the common denominator was little old me. And I had to change a little old me in order to change the kinds of circumstances and people that showed up in my life. I needed to learn the lesson of fidelity to self. And sweetheart, if you're experiencing a relationship or have experienced even one relationship where cheating and betrayal has occurred, or you realize that this has been your pattern in a romantic relationship or your romantic relationships, either you've done that, you've cheated on somebody else, or you've been cheated on, then you need to pay really close attention to today's episode and also go back and listen to the seven ways to heal yourself from betrayal. I want you to heal that part of you so that you don't continue re-experiencing the trauma of infidelity. It really isn't necessary to repeatedly experience something like that. And with just a few tweaks in your priorities of yourself, you can end that soul pattern. Think of all the times, all of your relationships really as mirrors of and for you, of you. In some form and in some way, however, we encounter, whether they are positive or negative, uh, uh, whoever we encounter, they have something to teach us about ourselves. Meet somebody who rubs you the wrong way because you think they're arrogant, mean, or just unacceptable. We'll take a look in the mirror and think about what their behavior is calling you to do. If they're arrogant, is their behavior asking you to be humble and compassionate? You know, uh, is, there, uh, is there sadness asking you to develop compassion and kindness? It's all about you. The person who shows up pressing your last nerve so that you feel a particular emotion is calling you to pay attention to yourself of the kind of things that you need to develop within you. Think somebody is an attention seeker? Well, maybe there's a part of you that really needs to step up and call attention to yourself because you've been too afraid to do that. There's a saying, when you spot it, you got it. Now, you really may be, you really may be a humble and kind human being who would never consider herself arrogant, mean, or unkind, or himself. But here's the trick to understanding how every experience helps you. They are not in their literal form all the time. So if you notice that somebody's arrogant and that bothers you, I want you to look at yourself in this way and question yourself in the following ways. Number one, what is the real reason why his or her behavior really bothers me? Do I wish I was more confident but choose to play small? Is this person's insecurities connecting with mine and resonating strongly with me and letting me know where I need to shore up my confidence? Number two, in what ways am I arrogant? Three, in what ways do I feel the need to overcompensate 
and prove my value to others when I really feel inferior? Number four, in what ways can I show someone's humility the opposite of arrogance? I don't mean being humiliated, but being humble when they show up in arrogance. These simple questions will give you time to really look at what it is that you need to recalibrate within yourself so that the next time you encounter somebody who's arrogant, your buttons won't be pushed or when, or how, whoever shows up in whatever way that pisses you off. You'll be like, oh, huh, let me check myself, right? You'll have made peace with what's inside of you and that kind of behavior won't bother you anymore. Think about it, even when you're driving in traffic, and this one used to get me so mad when I was in a rush. I'd be pressing on my gas pedal, and then someone would dart in and then go really slow. Used to burn me up to no end. I'd be the driver who was cussing up a storm, <laughs> and they're riding their bumper, trying to almost push them to go faster. Like, seriously, I guarantee y'all, y'all have done that. And it was until I realized that the purpose of that car going slowly was for me to reconnect with the present instead of trying to get to the future. I needed to slow down, right? For my own sake, travel at a slower speed, slow down my thinking, be present. Then I'll get to where I need to go just not in the way that I wanted to in terms of speed. Encounter a cashier who has a sour attitude or seems to be unfriendly? Get you bothered, doesn't it? After all, service people are supposed to have a cheery attitude, right? Well, believe it or not, my friend, people have a lot going on in their lives, and what you see oftentimes has more to do with them than you. But I will say, when you encounter somebody with a less than positive attitude, the message in that for you as a reflection of you could really be for you to extend a few extra moments of compassion and kindness to them. Maybe it's an invitation. Imagine being on your feet for hours at a time. Maybe you have a bad back and you're just trying to get through your shift. Maybe you're trying to pay your bills with a minimum wage job and that really isn't enough. Maybe the people with whom you work aren't the kindest or most respectful of you as a person. Maybe you have a crappy boss. Maybe somebody in your family is going through a rough time or is really sick and you're worried sick about them, but you have to go to work and deal with other people. And you really don't want to. There are all sorts of reasons behind people's life curtain that contribute to the attitudes that they express. Your job is to be kind to them and strike up a conversation with them. Thank them for being kind to you and wish them a good day. Y'all, I am such a fan of making people behind any counter and anywhere laugh and say nice things to them. It makes them happy. Maybe it jars them out of the crap hole of thought that they were in. And you know, in all honesty, it makes me happy too. It raises the vibration of things. And that's what we're all here to do. Being kind is such a great quality to have, isn't it? Don't you appreciate it when people are kind? So no matter what happens in your life, don't just stop at the initial experience of it. Take a moment and go a little deeper with yourself. Find out why it is that you're experiencing 
this person, this situation, this pain, this joy, this challenge, maybe once, maybe repeatedly, and then look to shore up your energy, your light, your attitude. It's your job to recalibrate yourself so that you can usher in everything that you need to experience to become your best self. Learn from your relationships. Don't just harbor guilt, anger, or resentment towards uh, another person because they've done you wrong. That's a complete waste of your time. And it's self-centered and it's very self-pitying. If you feel like you're more powerful being angry at somebody else, guess what? It doesn't make a hill of beans a difference in their life. You suffer because you carry around the pain of anger, guilt, and resentment. You're always going to lose because you're going to be robbing yourself of happiness. You're always the common denominator in what happens to you, really actually even more so how you experience things in life. The perspective you take, the decisions you make, the commitments you make to yourself truly determine your quality of life. So don't make people treat you, you know, uh, you can't make people treat you meanly or cruelly because that's their choice. It's their free will. But you can sure as shit have an attitude and a mindset and a perspective that allows you to move beyond it and be a better version of you. These people who treat you cruelly or meanly, they show up because you need to either serve them or serve yourself talk about service a lot and it's huge be of service to yourself and learn from your life instead of sitting and stewing in the crap take a moment and figure out which or both of these is necessary and I promise you you will grow exponentially let alone on a daily basis I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast hope you learn a little bit about yourself uh, stepped out of the little Maybe it's, a, maybe it's a pity party. Maybe it's a sense of helplessness. Maybe you truly don't understand why all of these things keep happening. And I'm telling you, I told you today, this is the root. It's how you are going to really take charge of your life by learning from what is being shown to you. Fidelity is self, bottom line. Hop on over to iTunes if you feel like today's episode has helped you. Please rate and write, a, write a, a little bit of a review. I'd love it, and I thank you ahead of time for that. If you want a reading around anything in your life, uh, please reach out. Send me an email uh, at Janice at JaniceRCohen.com. Call my office, 404-558-3971, and we'll get back to you. Look, I, I wish you a wonderful day, a blessed week, and always live intuitively. Thanks for listening to The Intuitive Therapist with Janice R. Cohen. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend and subscribe, rate, and review at iTunes. 